Hey friends, I'm Jeremy Hearn and welcome to the Saint Friends podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. Today's Saint Friend is a big one. He was an apostle of Jesus and is thought to have written a handful of books in the New Testament, including one of the four Gospels. So let's find out why Jesus loved this particular disciple as we start our journey on the shore with John the Baptist, St. Andrew, and our new friend, St. John the Apostle. John and his older brother James were the children of a man named Zebedee and his wife Salome. They lived along the shores of the Sea of Galilee, and the mention of hired men in Mark's gospel and John's home in his own gospel seemed to indicate that Salome and her sons were not in need of money. James and John followed John the Baptist as he preached repentance in the wilderness of Jordan, and one day John the Baptist pointed out a man named Jesus and exclaimed, Behold, the Lamb of God. Our saint friend John and another disciple of John the Baptist, the future saint and our old friend Andrew, followed Jesus and asked where he was staying, to which he famously told them, come and see. After staying with Jesus all day, Andrew went and got his older brother, our old friend St. Peter, while John went to tell his older brother James all about this man unlike any other that they had just met. Andrew, Peter, James, and John all followed Jesus to Galilee and were with him at the wedding feast at Cana. They journeyed alongside him to Capernaum, and never left his side except for when they were sent on the missionary journey two by two. Our saint friend today, John, his brother James, and the future saint Peter, became Jesus' innermost circle of friends. They were with him at the top of the mountain when they were given the vision to see the transfiguration of Christ, and his conversation with Moses and Elijah, and they also went with him into the Garden of Gethsemane in the final hours. Salome, James and John's mother, knowing that Jesus loved the two brothers, requested that they might one day sit at his right and left hand in his new kingdom. Jesus made it clear that he was not at liberty to bestow on them those positions, and questioned if they would even live up to the tasks needed to sit in those esteemed places. The brothers, though, were known for some kind of quick acting without thinking things through, because they were given the nickname Boanerges, or Sons of Thunder. In the interest of time, I'm going to skip through a lot of John's key moments at the sight of Jesus, especially at the Last Supper, but John was given a special job by Jesus as he took his final breaths on Good Friday. He was to care for the mother of Jesus, and therefore the mother of God, and of the whole church, our original saint friend, Mary. Fast forward three days, and John and Peter were the first to receive the news of the resurrection of Christ from Mary Magdalene and they ran at once to the tomb in the garden. John, remember as a son of thunder and author of his own gospel, points out that he reached the tomb first because he was obviously a faster runner than that loser Peter, but Peter went into the tomb first and found it was empty. After the resurrection, John and Peter returned together to the Sea of Galilee and their fishing nets. When the risen Christ appeared on the shore at dawn, John was the first to recognize him. 
The final words of John's gospel show Peter asking Jesus about the fate of John, his friend, and Jesus seems to imply that John, unlike Peter, would not die the martyr's death. In Acts of the Apostles, John and Peter are seen many times together, worshiping in the temple, protesting together against the Sanhedrin, and working together in the beginning of the early church's expansion. John had at one point asked Jesus if it would be best for God to rain brimstone down on the Sanhedrin, but we later find Peter and John receiving them into the folds of the new Church of Christ. John probably remained in Jerusalem until the Assumption of Mary, and then went to Ephesus 15 years after our old friend St. Paul visited Jerusalem for the first time. Tradition, namely the writings of St. Irenaeus, tells us that John didn't go to Ephesus until after the deaths of Peter and Paul, but before St. Timothy was appointed as the bishop. St. Jerome tells us that John governed all the churches of Asia, and in his persecution he was taken to Rome where he was placed in a boiling cauldron of oil. The oil didn't harm John at all, and so he was sent to the mines in Patmos, before he was ultimately freed during a regime change. One fun little story is that apparently there was a time that John was in a bathhouse and heard that the heretic Corinthus was inside as well. So he fled the baths as quickly as possible so that he wouldn't be crushed by the roof should God decide to cave it in on top of the heretic. John at one point recommended a young man for a job to one of the bishops, and a few years later he learned that the young man had stolen from the bishop and the church. John, though he was very old at this point, pursued him into the mountains and brought him back to the church. When John was near the end of his life, he was carried into the church at Ephesus, and all he said to those gathered was, quote, little children love one another, end quote. We don't know the exact date of John's death, but as Jesus said to Peter at the end of John's gospel, he did not die a martyr's death like all of the other apostles, but lived on into old age. Ironically, or perhaps not, John's brother, St. James, was the first of the apostles to die at the sword of King Herod, while John was the last of the twelve to survive. Thanks for joining me today as we've talked about the disciple whom Jesus loved and whom seemed to feel the need to write a lot about it, St. John the Apostle. Feel free to reach out to us by email at stfriendspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at stfriendspod. Of course, you can always find us at our website, stfriends.com. As we wrap up, we ask for the prayers of our new saint friend. God calls and humans answer. May we see the simplicity of the call in the life of St. John, but also in his brother James and his friends Peter and Andrew. Jesus called, and they followed. May the absoluteness of their response inspire us that when the time comes and Christ calls us, we have the true faith to drop what we're doing and go. We say together, St. John the Apostle, pray for us. <laughs>